0: Conscious Creators, welcome back to a new episode of Creating Consciousness. I'm Rebecca, and I feel like a complete asshole because last week in the episode, the amazing episode with Morgan Blackman, I forgot to put the intro music in. And there I am at the very beginning talking about how I'm Rebecca, but for those of you who don't know me, I'm not going to take the time to explain myself because you all heard it in the intro track. And there was no intro track, so you probably thought, who the hell is this bitch blabbering? Well, you probably didn't think that, but... (laughs) I'm Rebecca, and for those of you that don't know me, I am a spiritual coach, an intuitive healer, and it is my goal in life to help you make the unconscious conscious so you can live your most intuitive life. And I do this through reprogramming the mind by using divination tools, merging those divination tools with neuroscience and energy healing techniques and modalities to help you step into your authenticity And live intuitively. It's a pretty cool process. You got a lot of free info from the podcast, but if you're ever interested in working with me one on one, just think about how much free info you get from the podcast and how much deeper we can go in session and cater that to you and what you need right now. I'm here to hold that space, I'm here to coach you, I'm here to support you, and I'm just along for the ride too. Uh, I'm your accountability buddy, and I love that because sometimes the hardest thing we do in healing is staying consistent, and having an accountability buddy makes that a lot easier. I just think back to when I was in like the deep throes of my healing and all I needed was an accountability buddy, someone to make sure that I am showing up for myself in the way I need to. Now, I know at the beginning of each podcast episode, I say that you can reach out to me on Instagram, on social media, at this consciousness, but I'm going to be honest, I am almost a week into a little bit of a, actually not a little bit, a complete social media digital detox and it feels fucking amazing. I apologize for my language, but that's just who I am. I have the mouth of a sailor, but being away from social media has been amazing, not only for my productivity, but for my mental health. And I just uh, want to invite you for the month of August, for what's left of August since this episode is coming out on the 5th, I invite you to log off for the month just do it see what happens see what shifts and changes in your life a week in and it's been instrumental for me already so i'm excited to dive deeper into it and see what else is created and birthed in the process now the only thing i'm really missing about social media is staying in contact with you all i have had though some people reach out to me via email recently and oh my goddess my heart is so full when that happens it brings tears to my eyes every time i get your emails because it is just so validating so confirming for me that i am on my path but it is also so nice to hear that you're on your path as well and that we are doing the work together we are showing up being present and consistent and that is huge Our shift in consciousness ripples out to the collective. And so many people have expressed to me recently in email correspondences that they can see this happening too. And it just is the best feeling. It's amazing. And so, for those of you who have emailed me, I've responded. uh, But I just want to shout you all out here as well because I just really value you. I value every listener but you know when people take the time to reach out personally it oh my god it's the best feeling in the world so feel free to send me an email rebecca@thisconsciousness.com or another great way is just to leave a five star rating and review on the apple store or wherever you listen to podcasts that way i know what is resonating with you and what more you want to hear And I know I am doing free oracle card readings for whoever sends me a screenshot of their rating review. Know that if you send it to my Instagram, you'll probably get that in a month when I'm back on. But also know you can email me your screenshot of your five-star rating and review, and you will uh, get your reading sent to you via email. Again, Rebecca at thisconsciousness.com. Very simple. Now, last week, or I guess it was two weeks ago now, because we had Morgan's episode last week, which was incredible if you haven't listened to it. We get political, I'm going to be honest, but I'm going to say it here, Black Lives Matter. If you are not willing to support and amplify Black voices, then again, this is not the podcast for you. Um, Two weeks ago, though, we did an episode all about ego versus intuition, and that episode was so highly received I got some amazing feedback on it about how it's been incredibly helpful for people as of late and so I'm really really happy about that but there is so much information that I still want to share with you about that topic that didn't make it into that episode and what I really want to dive into today is the topic of fear Fear lives in the ego, it is part of the ego, but it is probably one of the more prevalent emotions within ego that prevents us from creating change or moving forward in our lives. So today we're going to deep dive into that. So buckle up and let's go. As humans, we make a lot of decisions around fear. Consider these questions. Should we break up? Should I spend the holidays by myself instead of with my family this year? Should I quit my job? Should I ask for a raise? Should we have kids? Probably the most pressing of them all. Should I get pineapple on my pizza? I mean, let's be real. Just hearing those questions makes some people cringe. Personally, I know that I'm always going to get pineapple on my pizza, but I know I've said that in the past, and there has been someone whose face just winces in pain when they think of pineapple on the pizza. I'm joking, of course, but jokes aside, so many of us are debilitated by the fear of making a decision without knowing what the outcome will be. Fear is easily One of those big ego traps that can keep us from truly listening to our inner knowing. For example, you might have the courage to... Oh gosh. You might have the courage to climb up the stairs or ladder of the high dive. But the moment you look down at the water beneath you... It looks so much higher than it looked when you were floating in the safety of the water beneath you. You're standing there. Your heart starts racing. Your anxiety has you breathing heavy. And that little voice in your head is screaming, fuck, no, turn around, don't do it. And then you climb back down the stepladder crying while everyone is laughing at you. Yeah, this was me when I was 12 years old at the pool at the Boys and Girls Club. And the thing is, when I got back down the stairs and I looked back up at the high dive, it didn't look high anymore. So what did I do? I climbed back up the ladder. And what happened when I was standing on the edge of the diving board? The panic hit. Did I jump? Nope. I went right back down that ladder, and I repeated this cycle over and over again until I was told that I wasn't allowed to do the high dive unless I jumped down. Why? Because everyone else was growing impatient with me. 12-year-old Rebecca was defeated. But 12-year-old Rebecca was also provided with an opportunity to work on her mindset and change her perspective about the high dive. Fear kept me, in this instance, in a loop or cycle. You can keep repeating that cycle until fear completely takes over, or you can break the cycle by leaning into the fear by jumping and releasing. So now I want you to think of the most important decisions in your life. The ones that would create change. I'm also going to ask you to think about all the times you didn't make a decision out of fear. And these are probably some of the decisions you regret not making. Not wanting to challenge yourself or push yourself is a result of the fear. And this is because it's so much easier to stay comfortable. Something that I have learned through just my own development and through my own healing is that fear feels awful in the body. But the thing is, fear is supposed to feel bad because fear is supposed to keep us alive. It is how we have evolved as a species is through fear. Fear sends us a sign that we shouldn't do something, and as a result, we stay away. We stay small and we stay safe. And this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it can be inhibiting at times. So for me, personally, fear is my least favorite emotion. Guilt is definitely up there too, but fear takes the cake. In fact, I am one of those people that fears fear. And I think that this is one of the biggest and worst fears to have because when you fear fear, you are never living in the present. You are in a constant state of anxiety, stress, and worry. And you are feeling fear even before you need to feel fear. So it's just this constant cycle and loop and it sucks. But if you identify like this as well here's something you need to know. Your fear is your superpower. The human brain is automatically programmed to tap into fear. Why? Because it's ancestral. It's primal. The human brain is designed to keep us alive and it will do whatever is easiest to keep you in safety. And anytime your brain indicates a threat, whether that be big or small, a fear response is triggered in a part of your brain known as the amygdala. And the amygdala is what activates your fight, flight, or freeze. If your response is to fight, then great, because you will have adrenaline coursing through your body and you will be able to tap into those like superhuman abilities that fight. And adrenaline gives us you'll you'll be fine you'll be able to tackle what you need Uh, like I think of this and I think of the Hulk you know he is a human I think but then when he is surged with that adrenaline he transforms into the Hulk and next thing you know he's lifting cars off of these baddies and it's like cool we can do that we're not going to turn into a giant green monster but we can tap into the adrenaline that fear provides us with. But if you're like me, where you freeze or you run away, we stay safe a lot. And that's okay. But I, I, I want to emphasize that there is nothing wrong with safety. But if we stay too safe, too in our bubble, we close ourselves off from so many different opportunities. I look back to... Young Rebecca. I'm talking four years old to eight years old. Rebecca took risks. She was brave. She faced her fears, and she wouldn't let anything stop her. Granted, I was young, my shadow was still developing, but I was so free. And as I'm reciting this to you, I am thinking a lot about the fool card in the tarot and how although they're naive, they just go for it. There's no programming stopping them. They are free of fear. Even though everything that surrounds them, everything in their periphery is indicating no, they just do. And now as I'm saying this, I'm getting the great idea to do some tarot and shadow work episodes. So coming soon to a podcast platform near you, tarot and shadow work episodes. But anyway, what I am really trying to get at here is as we grow older, our fear can become misinformed due to our traumas and conditionings. What I mean by this is that Oftentimes, we experience fear because it's misinformed intuition rather than genuine fear. For example, you're at the airport going through security. You can't stand waiting in long lines. But, you know, TSA is there for your safety because of the rare occasion that something goes wrong. But as you're standing there in line, time's passing... You start to think about all the things that have gone wrong in the past. You go down this rabbit hole and you start to feel the fear creeping up. And now you believe that something bad is going to happen once you get on the plane or even before you get on the plane. This right here is misinformed intuition or misinformed fear. I'll use those interchangeably throughout the rest of the episode. The likelihood of something happening is slim, but you are projecting fear into your subconscious state. If it were a genuine fear, it wouldn't be because you had heard a news story about an incident on a plane a week ago or six months ago. A genuine fear would be because you experienced something through one of your five senses and something is off. Someone's acting weird, or someone's refusing to take something out of their bag, or you know what I mean? Like, things around you are weird, and instinctually, you can feel into that. This is where your intuition can get complicated. Joe Dispenza, and I think those of you who know me know that I don't worship Joe Dispenza, like a lot of other spiritual practitioners do. But uh, this teaching that he has is one I resonate with. And that is that fear is created by thought alone. And I think this really aligns with misinformed intuition because we can be in a place of zero danger, but feel fear because of our trauma. That is our brain creating fear alone. So something I like to uh, relate this to is me being alone in my house. I live in a gated community with a literal security guard that lets people in and out. I'm also on the second floor. I also have two locks to my front door. And when I'm alone at night, I become very hypervigilant. Now, I am safe. I am 100% safe in my home I have all of that security. There's the alarm. Like, I don't have to worry. But I become incredibly hypervigilant because of my traumas. And this is my misinformed fear, my misinformed intuition, thinking that something's going to happen to me while I'm alone in my house. Where did that come from? I don't know. That's something I'm still trying to unpack. However, there's no threat. Another example I can break down for you when I was 20, I was in an abusive relationship with an older man. The whole relationship, I was getting cheated on with younger women, or I'll just say it like it is girls, but that relationship kept me in a state of fear. So when I met my next partner several years later, I was in a state of responding through my trauma. He was so loving, so kind, and such a beautiful soul, but I was in this constant state of misinformed fear because of my past relationship. Even though my new partner had done absolutely nothing to make me think he was cheating. My misinformed fear or misinformed intuition had me going down the rabbit hole. And this is the perfect example of why it's so important to do shadow work, reprogram the mind, and heal your subconscious conditionings So, you can clear yourself of your past traumas and be present. Because here's the thing fear cannot exist in the present moment. Fear is about the future, it is about a problem you are thinking about in the future. You are thinking about all the things that could possibly go wrong, so you don't act, you don't do it. When in actuality, you can just start. And you can tackle the problem once you get there, or perhaps that problem won't even come up. And we talk about how our consciousness creates our reality. If you are constantly thinking something bad is going to happen, you're pulling yourself into that energetic frequency, that energetic vibration, something bad could happen. Not all the time, but I just wanted to put that out there because I'm not 100% like, Gung ho on like manifestation, like that. I just think uh, it's important to note. I guess I was also maybe too explicit in saying that fear can't exist in the present moment. Fear can exist in the present moment, but when it does, this is usually good fear. This is your instinct. If you're being attacked, then feeling fear is your saving grace because you tap into the fear to access. Your superpowers, your superhuman Hulk-like abilities, that adrenaline kicks in and you can get yourself out of a situation. Like I think of movies when a car is like submerging underwater, you know, your adrenaline kicks in. You have to save yourself. You have that fear that you are going to die. But you overcome that. Because you would lean in to the fear. You lean in and allow that fear to fuel you, to amplify you so you can get yourself out of the situation. So something I really want to point out here or focus on here is whether you are actually in a state of fear or whether you're using or acting through your misinformed intuition. And you can do this a couple ways to fit, kind of figure out which, which one it is. You can tune into your body. You can ground yourself. Come back to your body. Now, I mean, if you're having to tap into your instinctual fear to get yourself out of this city, shitty situation, then by all means, fucking lean into that fear and get yourself out. But in most cases... The misinformed intuition is showing up, and you need to ground yourself. You can do the five, four, three, two, one technique to ground yourself, which is where you identify or engage all of your senses to identify five things you can see, four things you can hear, three things you can touch, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste but engaging your senses can pull you right back into your body. Just engaging your senses is going to be a great way to help tune and ground down into that feeling and emotion you are experiencing. You can also neutralize it in a way as well. And then The other thing that I really love to do when I'm trying to distinguish, okay, is this my fear or is this uh, misinformed intuition will be by thinking or trying the opposite. So if I'm going down the rabbit hole and I'm talking about how I'm not going to be able to do something because I have low self-worth or I resent some of the decisions I make Or regret them, or I feel guilty, and all these crazy things. If I'm thinking all of this, I have to tell my brain consciously, okay, let's try the opposite now. And so I'll start saying things like, I can do this. What if I succeed? What happens when I experience the success that I know I am deserving of? What if I? become the number one podcast on iTunes? What if I am able to meet all of my business goals? What if I am able to meet all of my personal goals? What if? And I allow myself to go down that after I've had all these negative thoughts because I am acknowledging the negative. I am understanding them. I'm noticing them. But I'm not listening to them. So I'm going to go ahead and reprogram by allowing myself to think of all these other possibilities that are light and bright after I've done the work of acknowledging and noticing what is coming up. Noticing and expressing the good is great because you're able to reprogram. But listening to the fear is what prevents you from growing. Something else you can do is ask yourself a simple question. Are you fearful because your mind is thinking about all the possible outcomes and it scares you? Or are you fearful because you truly know something in your gut? So that's another way of leaning into your bodily sensations. But then again, I have had gut-based situations where, you know, it's just my GI upset Rather than like my intuition or fear speaking to me, it is just like I have IBD and I need to go to the bathroom. So um, sorry for that, but I just wanted to make that note too. Like there, we are humans. We are spiritual beings in a human body, so we do need to acknowledge our humanness. We aren't these like crazy enlightened beings living on this earth. We are human. So to begin wrapping things up, I want to make one last important point, point. and this is that the brain cannot differentiate between physical and emotional pain. The same part of the brain activates when you think you're going to die or when you've experienced heartbreak. So physical and emotional, it is the same to the brain. So remember this, your emotions sometimes feel stronger than they actually are, And this is why so many things hurt so much more than they need to. So when this comes up, allow yourself to be fueled by your fear or whatever it is you are feeling. Allow yourself to step into who you could be and ask yourself, are you going to follow your fear or are you going to follow your intuition? Don't let fear stop you. You know, Show up. Let it fuel your fire. And as part of that, I I challenge you with a couple things. First things first, answer this. If fear didn't exist, what would you do? I know something's coming to mind immediately. But I want you to dream bigger. You're probably already dreaming big. But what if you could go beyond that? And I know for some of you, just even hearing that, the fear is already starting to creep in. But dream as big. And when you think you've gone big, I want you to go even bigger. And I want you to journal on this and write this down because this helps you look beyond the confines of your own brain, your own hurt, your own fear, your own ego, and helps you step into your authenticity. And remind yourself that listening to the fear is what is preventing your growth. So how can you or what do you need to do? This is exclusive to you. How or what do you need to do to transmute this fear and turn it into something so much greater? Know that overcoming fear requires trust, power, and determination And I know you've got this. You know you've got this. You just need a little extra support. I also want to let you know that at the end of the summer when I was 12 years old, I was still at the Boys and Girls Club and we went on our last outing to the pool. This was my last chance to do the high dive. I climbed up the ladder. My knees were shaking. I was breathing so heavy, the tears were kind of like welling up in my eyes. And I walked my little 12-year-old self to the edge of the board. And almost in a panic, I turned around. And then I turned back around, and I jumped. And once I emerged from the water... I thought to myself, that was so much fun. And every summer after that, I was the first in line for the high dive. I went from being the crying 12-year-old who was having a straight-up panic attack about jumping off the high dive, even though she wanted to, to doing it all the time. And after that, that's when I kind of started my adrenaline junkie phase and wanted to, you know go on every roller coaster and do all these things but and then after that i uh i really stopped doing that i really noticed how afraid i was of heights i am still incredibly fearful of heights uh even living on like the second floor uh scares the living shit out of me at times so i am making a promise to you all and you guys are going to hold me accountable If you're up for it, of course, no pressure, we're asking here. But if you want, you are holding me accountable in something. And I promise by the end of this year, 2021, I will go skydiving to face my fear of heights. I will literally jump out of a plane to prove to you that we can conquer our fears. What do you think? I know. I think it's a great idea. I'm scared and I have so much fear, but I'm going to do it. And I'm giving myself till the end of the year because I my schedule is just kind of ridiculous right now. And so I need to find time where I could fit it in. I don't necessarily want to do it while I'm in Arizona. I would love to do it like in California where I can see like the ocean. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's going to be fun. Why not? So also, you know, let me know what you're going to do. Do something that uh, allows you to face your fears today or this week or whenever. But challenge yourself because that's how you grow. Conscious Creators, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Creating Consciousness. I'll be doing a single card oracle reading at the very end, but I did just want to remind you that I am available. I am here to help you in your healing journey. I have linked about 3, maybe 4 different freebies down in the show notes that you can get just for signing up for my email list. 10 shadow work prompts and energy healing meditation. Um, a couple other things. They're down there if you want to grab them. All you have to do if you're listening on Apple Podcasts is just like swipe up on on the episode while it's on the play screen and you'll see the links that you can click on. If you are on Spotify, if you click on a single episode, all you'll have to do is click the more button and then you will see all of the show notes, but another great way to access the show notes, uh, aside from just the podcast apps, is by visiting my website, www.thisconsciousness.com slash blog, and you will have all of the show notes there easily accessible for you. So go ahead, snag those freebies when you sign up for my email list. And then last but not least, before we dive into the card reading, I also want to offer you 20% off my energy sessions when you use code SHADOW at checkout. This is the biggest discount I offer, and it is discounted only for my podcast listeners. So it's my gift to you because I love you all so much. I also invite you to check out my intuitive healing containers because this is where we do a lot of the deep work. But anyway, let's get into the reading today. The card that I pulled is from Rebecca Campbell's Work Your Light Oracle card deck, and the card is The Great Gathering. It is all coming together, intuitive hits and soul tribe. So when I look at this card in the context of our episode, in the context of what is happening on a collective level for you, the listeners, of this podcast, know that you are on the right path. Even though there are obstacles in your way, you are going to overcome them. It's just requiring you to tap into your toolbox to use those resources you have so you can move forward. You know, what's a resource if you're not using it, if you're not tapping into those and utilizing them? Know that you can count on the people around you. Know that you can call upon your team of guides. Know that you can also count on yourself because you have the power to create the change. But know that this is a time too where it's almost like we're regressing back into our COVID state with the Delta variant. And so know that now it's more important than ever to make sure you are connecting with the people that are important to you. If you have fear about connecting with them, what can you do to overcome that fear? Know that there's no need to worry or be stressed or be anxious about yourself in the present moment because when you are truly present, you are just being. You are there. You don't have to worry about anything that is external from you. And know that as you do this, you are also going on this journey of deeper healing. Now, I'm not going to provide you with any uh, questions or affirmations today that are really exclusive to this card. I really want you to continue to dream big. If fear didn't exist, what would you do? Really answer this question for yourself. And then perhaps in the essence and spirit of this card, the great gathering, how can you bring this plan to life? How can you dive into uh, what it is you want to tackle without fear? By calling uh, upon the people around you, by calling upon your team of guides, by calling upon your friends, families, how can you make this happen? And once you've done this, affirm to yourself, with each breath I take, I am releasing fear, worry, and anxiety. Let's say it again, but together this time. With each breath I take, I am releasing fear, worry, and anxiety. Trust these words as you say them and know that they are true. Repeat them to yourself as much as you need because you are strong. And as always, remember, you are loved, you are supported, you are divinely guided, and you are creating consciousness. I'll be back next week with a very special episode for you as we dive into, uh, what might not be as grounded as the content we've dove into before. We're going to have about a month of some really uh, spiritual, otherworldly episodes. So I'm really excited for you to experience those. And then we're going to ground it back down again because we don't want to fly too high for too long because we are having our human experience. Of course, as always, Share this episode with a friend if the information resonated with you. And please leave a five-star rating and review if you feel called. Know that I'm accessible right now via email. Again, that email is Rebecca at thisconsciousness.com. I look forward to hearing from you. But if not, I will see you or you'll hear my voice next week. Until then, conscious creators.